Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCourcy and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of the Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? What? Did you know we have Mickey over there? Wait, what? And we have Voltron. Wait, what? What? I'm sorry, I'm super distracted right now. I need some coffee. That's not why I'm distracted. I'm just distracted because the studio is filled with workplace distractions today. And guess what? Can we fire the money gun? No, but shiny things. <laughs> if you're listening for the first time, I promise we're not normally this all over the place. But anyway, today's topic is workplace distractions. Most places are filled with them. Uh, yeah, mostly coworkers that are distracting. Yeah. Now, if you want to uh, limit your workplace distractions, one way to do that is to hire a team of remote developers at full from fullscale.io and they'll be 8,500 miles away from you. Most likely Yeah. fullscale.io is the sponsor of today's episode of startup hustle that can help you build a software team quickly and affordably. And it also happens to be a company that we own, right? It is. Yeah. So, and I think they own the podcast too. Who knows? Wait, hang on. Shiny things. Yeah, hold on. Oh. I can't believe we have a golden cat that's waving at us. Yeah, and that's actually true. And a Lego Voltron and a giant Mickey Mouse and two money guns and mixtape the game and a counter and a bunch of like carpal tunnel eggs. Anyway, there's a lot of distractions. Can I have some hand sanitizer? Yes. All right. Now, now let's focus. Ready? Oh, my God. Okay, so workplace distractions, distractions in life, all of it. Um, they add up. And I think that we're, if we want to consider, uh, we're probably living in the golden age of distraction. Is that fair to say? Our cell phones are the worst. Yeah. And then the cell phones have given babies to other distractions like notifications and who knows. Now man. we need a smartwatch. Yeah. We need something to connect to the phone. So we're, when we're not looking at the phone, it can buzz on our wrist and tell us that we need to go back to looking at the I phone. I mean, I honestly have this problem at home with my fiance. It's about once a day. I'm like, hey, baby, uh, I'm over here. We're trying to do something. Can you pay attention? Get off your damn phone. Oh, she's not saying that to you? No. Oh. It's a problem. Yeah. And, it, you know, so it's a problem in relationships, too. Right. And, you know, as far as workplace distractions go, um, you know, all right. So I'm an I'm an admitted ADHD person, mm-hmm. which means that I am easily Hold just, on. My phone's ringing in the middle of the podcast. Oh, my God. I'm distracted. OK, right. never mind. I'm good. So you see the point here. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> enough. We're going to let's 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 harness our chi. OK, OK. Let's hope the Adderall kicks in in time or something. You have ADHD. I do. And, you know, with that, distraction is everywhere and it's hard to refocus. Now, whether you have ADD or not, it's pretty it's a proven fact that if you get distracted, it takes you a couple minutes to get back on track, regardless of who you are. And if you're trying to do what they would call like deep work that takes a lot, a lot of Mm -hmm. thought and stuff. I mean, it's really it's really hard. Yeah. So when it comes to workplace distraction, I mean, the struggle is real. And uh, whether you're a startup founder, an employee, or just someone that's listening that, you know, finds this to be interesting, um, you know, there's, there's, we've got a list of stuff today that we're going to talk about in regards to distractions that come to work. Now, I will tell you that I have literally, let me, there are four different people over the last couple of years that have 
been re- relieved of their position at my uh-huh. companies due to their inability to segregate themselves from workplace distractions, largely social media, but other, but the phone, you know, and we've like, all had pro- employees with this problem. Yeah. And you know, there's one thing that I've, I've realized is that if I get to the point where, and, and I don't, we're not, I'm not running a shop where you can't like look at your phone or open Facebook or something like that. But for example, if I walk around the corner and every time I see you, you're staring at your phone, Yeah, it leads me to believe that that's all you're doing. That's the perception that, that you get. Yeah. So anyway, workplace distractions are bad for business. And, you know, it it can oftentimes result in employees being unmotivated, stressed and frustrated. Why? Because a lot of the shit that comes up on these devices or other things, whether it be Facebook, text messages, social media, uh, gets them. It's off track or it gets you hot. You know, you, you got someone talking shit or telling you crazy stuff. Absolutely. You're reading the news and following the latest political rants or whatever. Fighting with your girlfriend or boyfriend yeah, or husband or wife or finding out that, I don't know. Is all of this stuff technically urgent? Because we sure treat it like it is. Is sexting at work good or bad? <laughs> is that helpful or not helpful? Yeah, that's, well, no, no. It's not helpful. Not safe. Okay. Not safe. Not hot dog. <laughs> Wait, maybe hot dog. All right. So. You know, when it comes to workplace distractions, we get a few things that you can look out for both as an employer, but also, you know, as an employee. Now, keep in mind, the reason we come to work every day is to try to accomplish things as a business, not necessarily to tweet or gram or whatever it is that we do. So we've got a list of five things today. Number five is social media. Man, that's a broad, that's a broad, 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 broad thing. So social media, you got Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Twitter, LinkedIn, I mean, LinkedIn. They're yeah, they're. I mean, it's everywhere. And then on top of it, I think it's important to remember that if you have your push notifications on on all those things, oh, yeah. forget about it. Forget about it. So, um, you know, I what's what's the this is sometimes hard to separate too because, for example, if you're employing business development people. They might need to be on some sure. of these things yeah. to do their job. And Absolutely. then how do you separate it? I so, mean, we, we ask our employees at full scale to post on their social media about the fact that we're hiring like crazy and we need to hire more developers. And then to stay focused on their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, and, but at the same time, I think that, that asking all your employees or people at the business to stay completely disconnected is also a kind of a tough ask it's, in this day It's and not age. a reality. I mean, 15, 20 years ago, I worked at a company that we used some web filtering and blocked everybody's internet access to this kind of stuff yeah. back when this first started off. And I don't know if a lot of companies do that today or not, but I would imagine a lot of employees would absolutely hate working at those companies. Yeah. Just well, block everything on the internet. Yeah, we don't do that. And that's the thing is I, I like to think that if I employ you and I'm going to continue to employ you, that we have a basic understanding that you shouldn't be doing. Culturally, people just have to understand like how much time should I spend on this, not spend on this, am I distracting? Like people have to be adults about it. I think the the hard part is I think if, is learning how to structure it, you know, and not chasing every shiny thing. I said I I turn push notifications on my laptop are off, like 
pretty much for everything. There's a, like two things that are on and they're actually related to work. There would be some kind of notification like so-and-so has filled out this yeah. form or like this client has made this request or something like that. But past that, I don't, I don't have the, you know, the upper right-hand corner of my screen is not abound with messages from a lot of different things. And, and I think that's the hard part when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to social media and we'll get back to that in a few minutes now. Well, well, there's one part of this we didn't mention, which is like Slack. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of internal social media at this point. Really is. Um, looking at our list of, of things on our, on our cheat sheet here to talk about today. Uh, that's one of the most distracting of all. Yeah. is Slack. And and that's how, I mean, it's not uncommon for, for me to see an employee sitting next to another one and they're communicating through Slack. Which can be okay. But what's yeah. crazy is people go in and they join all these different channels on Slack mm -hmm. and like trying to keep up to date on all this different crap. And me, I'm like trying to, I'm trying to get myself out of all these Slack channels. Like I don't, I don't need to know. If you need me, come ask me. I don't need to try and keep up with all this crap. You know what I do when it comes to that is I actually do encourage the group discussions because what I find is that I have, I'll end up having the same private message sure. type conversation with three different people. And like, we could just have that once yeah. in a group. And that is so, the great part about it. Yeah. So some of those things are definitely if planned and structured well, and I'm, I'm really be, I'm really adamant lately about not having redundant conversations. Yes. Like if I'm talking to three different managers that should be working together, I don't want to have that same conversation three times. Yep. So that's where I create channels and different stuff like that for communication that I can find to be highly effective. Now that said, you know, you get a bunch of people that are, are often, you know, then they get picky about the way you do it and you know, we'll get back into that. So next on our list is actually something that most people wouldn't intuitively think about when it came to a workplace distraction meetings. Dude, I hate meetings. I hate meetings that are like a meeting should always have a purpose. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of meetings because dude, do you ever get, you get sucked into them. You're like in them all day. I have at least four meetings every single day of the week. About what? Different status meetings, management meetings, podcasts, Budget meetings. <laughs> recording a podcast. <laughs> Damn it. Um, just different things. This podcast is such a distraction. It, it is. <clears throat> it can be, but I don't look at it that way. Now that said, you know, unproductive meetings definitely can be more of a distraction than a help to an employee. But well, like I, well, a good example of this is I'm talking to uh, somebody about using new credit card processing mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, can we schedule a meeting next week? And I'm like, no. Fuck no. I want the information today and I don't want to have a damn meeting at all. Like yep. I'm out. No so, meetings. So you know, one of the things that I, that I have actually done to increase my own productivity is we have a tendency to make things 30, 60, yeah. mean 30 minutes and 60 minutes. So I went with 20, 40. Can we do five or 10? Yeah. Well, I, you can do that too. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, but with that, um, you know, like I mentioned and I, and I stick to that time frame too. Well, here's the hard part about meetings. So like every morning I have a meeting at, at 9am and then 930. And then we usually report, record the podcast at 1030. Mm -hmm. Well, I finished my 930 meeting at 10 and I got between 10 and 1030. It's hard to get any real work done. Yeah. With those short little times. Well, you it know, can be. Meetings. I think you have to prioritize how you do it. But that's part of yeah. the problem with meetings is just. The t how it cuts up your day, then you don't have, you know, two hours of time to sit down and do hard, deep work. You've got just a few minutes between meetings and then you just spend all that time on social media or some other distraction. Is that kind of like someone coming into your podcast and yeah. taking pictures of you? You're distracting us. 
And by the way, if you listen to the show a lot and about 10 to 15 minutes in, you hear click, 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 click. That's just Johnny coming in and being a workplace distraction. It's because we're beautiful. Yeah. Faces made for radio, baby. Now, you know, one thing, I, and I, I encourage business owners to think of things in a very like zeros and ones kind of way. So if you have eight people in a meeting and those people all make X amount per hour, mm -hmm. multiply that times eight. And that's how much that meeting costs you. And yes. that is, that is an amount of resource that you're spending. So you need to like, if you start thinking about it that way, uh, you're going to have less meetings, man. Like in, in many ways. And I, you know, the thing I really hate is starting Monday morning with a meeting. I, some people like that. Some people don't. I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not a big meeting guy myself. Like I want to, I don't know, man. And then keep your meetings on time. Come in with a purpose. The fuck in i always out. push up i always push back against them because like the team will be like oh we need to have a meeting once a week to talk about all our current customers and any problems they have and how to resolve them and whatever and i'm like if you have problems just come find me i think from we a, don't need to I, have a meeting but I, th I think from a leadership standpoint that's something that's difficult so i try to help all right so at full scale we have almost 200 employees mm -hmm. and for them i i I encourage that my door is open mm -hmm. and which since most of them are on the other side of the planet, that means through Slack. Yeah. Now at the same time, it's also difficult to have that door open and sometimes get things done. So we've, there's a couple things that I think you can do to help. Have I explained the rule of yes to you before? Yes. Okay. Yes. You have. So this, this is something I, I came up with a few years ago. So if you think that there's a 90% chance that I'm going to say yes, just do it. And I'll be, I'll deal with the 10% of the time that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And you'll find right there that that can free up a ton of your time yep. because a lot of these meetings and things that these distractions, it's a message through Slack or, or, a, or messenger or a text or something like that. Um, you know, it's, it's, Hey, do you want me to take out the trash? Uh, yeah. I was going to say yes to that every, every single time. Or do you want me to buy more paper for the copier? No, we're never going to use paper yeah. again. You know, and some of those things, and I don't want to like downplay the importance of someone else's job, but giving people a license to just do these little things um, can, the, can, can be really important. The, the other thing I, I think that it's kind of the inverse of this that people don't think about in regards to meeting is actually schedule meetings for just yourself to block off your own calendar. I do to it. To get shit done. I do it myself. You're like, today lot. at yeah. three o'clock, I'm blocking yep. off time yep. on my calendar yep. and I'm going to do <clears throat> X. With yep. no distraction. Well, as you know, I use Gigabook to do all my, mm -hmm. if you want to make an appointment with me, that's how you're doing it mm -hmm. and doing it online. And with what Matt said, the online booking is, is another great way to streamline your day because another distraction that I hate. Hey, Matt, when are you available? Uh, I don't know. Um, let me double check. I'll get back to you. Tuesday? No, uh, not, that's no. not good. How about, how about how, Thursday? I'm not good on Thursdays. March, March 17th. I'm not, I, that's St. Patrick's mm. day, I think. But you see what the point is you can spend a ton of time doing that. Uh, really what people want is just to pick a time when you can do a call, mm -hmm. do a meeting. And whether that's through Gigabook, Google, Calendly, whatever it is that yes. you use, find one. It's easier on the person that schedules with you. Okay. So what about changes in routine? Like a sudden shift of motion. Well, when you're asking your employees to do five different things at once, and then before they get the fifth thing done, you go and 
ask them to do a sixth thing, it's really difficult for them. Or you ask them to do A, B, C, and D, and then something changes, and now we need to do E, F, and G. And I had this problem with one of my employees yesterday. He was trying to work on something that wasn't even something he was supposed to be doing. Mm. And it's like, hey, uh, the thing that you're working on was supposed to be done seven months ago. Let's focus on that yeah, and not on this shiny object. And that, I mean, I think that's, and man, you talk about back to, you know, the bigger your company gets, the harder that is to mm-hmm. manage. I mean, on so many different things. And I go back to the talking about having an open door for our employees. All right. So if a hundred, if we have 180 employees, right, 180 employees, and each of them were to consume three minutes of my day, my day is gone. Yeah. My day is gone. And that's Your where things like that. Well, that, yeah, but that's where things like the rule of yes, yes and empowering people to do things and trying to like, I don't know, silo or segment certain things. Not everything needs to be brought up. And I think that overall, that's the challenge you're going to have in your business and as a manager or leader is when and where you, you want people to be heard and you don't want. No, no, Matt. No, I don't have time for you. I don't have time to talk to you right now. And that's the impression you can't give off because if you do that a bunch, you create this gun shy, you know, uh, culture where people don't want to say anything. Well, a lot of our job as managers is to help our employees get past things they get stuck on and need help with, right? Right. So we have to help them. And that's tough because sometimes those things start to pile up and then I've got my own things. And like you look at, you mentioned like, okay, uh, well today I've got three meetings and this podcast. Yep. So with that, I've got to find time to reply to people. I've got to deal with a whole bunch of other stuff. I've got to try to sell things. I've got to direct five different things that I have going on. Next thing you know, it's going to and be... you're not liking my photos on Facebook, you asshole. I usually don't. Why aren't you? Well, because... You need to find time to do that. I'm spending most of my time on the gram. Can you do that? Okay. I'll post... I'll spend my time today posting on Instagram instead. Okay, so next, so you will like my photos. So another thing here is the you know the modern workplace and especially with uh, software companies often has an open floor plan. Um, Here at Stackify in Kansas City, we do where we share an office with Full Scale and do the podcast. um, There's literally like what nine thousand square feet that are wide open. Yes, I mean literally, it's just one giant room, and then there's a small row with about what eight offices. Yeah. And we stole one of the conference rooms that's now the Startup Hustle podcast that's studio. Right. And then there's one other conference room. And then past that, it's wide open. It's the world headquarters. Into here. the great wide open. Luckily, we have a really loud air conditioning system that drains out all the noise of everything. It also drains out my will to live. I came into work yesterday morning and it was super quiet in here. And I'm like, what is wrong? This seems weird. The but, air's not on. So, so with that, a noisy work environment can be a challenge. Now, we'll, we're going to use Stackify as an example here because I've been sharing an office here with you guys uh-huh. for two years. And one of the things that as I watched you grow the company and great job, you guys have done awesome. But you remember about a year and a half ago, you're like, man, I really want to get sales going. And I was like, dude, this is not a sales environment. Yeah. And that's that's the issue because, you know, you've got a wide open space and salespeople, they want to be talking. They want to be doing stuff. Right. And it's a different vibe. Yeah. It's not like, hey, let's be as quiet as we yeah. can and sit over here in the corner. Yep. You know, salespeople, they want to bang a gong when they sell something and like be like, woo. Yeah, the open floor plans have their, their pros and cons because... They can also be helpful because everybody's there and people can ask each other for help and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I can come over and quickly talk to everybody at once and something happens and everybody kind of 
more inherently knows what's going on. Like those things are all positive, but so this they can is, also be highly distracting. This is something for me. I, I, so I have an office here and I wouldn't survive well on the open floor because of my ADD, man. Like anytime I would have to like literally put blinders on, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I mean, I might have to just cover myself in a hood. Yeah. I and because I see, and I do that even in my own office. So where I'm at, where my desk's at, I can see people walking by and I oftentimes just shut my door so I can lock in and try, I can, if I can focus, I can get like four times more stuff done mm-hmm. when I don't see that. But every time someone walks by or does something or makes noise or maybe comes to deliver lunch or something like that, it's a potential distraction. It is. So is there, is there, so as a software developer, is that a challenge? Like if you're writing code and then shiny thing X comes by, it's like, fuck, I got to start over again. It's a never ending problem because you know, you you can be, you got your headphones on, you're got your head down, you're doing work. And next thing you know, you got messages on Slack coming at you. Somebody has questions about how do I solve this thing? How does this work? Customer has an issue, whatever it is. And then next thing you know, you got somebody coming over, cruising by your desk, asking the same questions. And then next thing you know, your girlfriend is messaging you on Facebook and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it's the typical work, work day. There was a, a one, tough. I can't remember which day it was last week, but it took me over 30 minutes to type an email that had about 60 words in it. Wow. For Well, cause I started typing it and yeah. then a Slack message came and then two different people came by my office, which resulted in different conversations and then something else occurred. And mm-hmm. then I was like, you know what, maybe I'll get a cup of coffee. The struggle is real. I was like, dude. And then I literally sent the email. I was like, wow, that took way too long. So according to, to Udemy, is that how you say it? U- Udemy? Udemy? We'll Udemy? just go with it. Udemy. <laughs> whatever, whatever, however you say your name. Uh, Office Noise is, has ranked as one of the worst, if not the worst, workplace distraction. So a subcategory under that is the chatty coworkers. Yes. Oh, where do I start with this? You know, it's interesting because some of my best friends I've ever had in my whole life have been coworkers that I talk to. Sure. Um, so I, but I, what are you talking about? Uh, a lot of times it's the personal stuff. And that's technically a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Now that said, I think that having good relationships with the people around you is paramount it to is. teams being productive. But at some point you got to draw the line. You got your work family. Yeah. And here's the thing is I think every, it, it wants again, back to the, uh, well, all right. So recently we've talked about, you know, having a things like toxic work environments. And if you have like four people and one of them's a turd, 25% of your company is toxic. Well, the same thing can go. If you have one person, that's like a sick distraction, like it can be really, really overwhelming. And you want to talk about the level of productivity or ability to get stuff done. You, sometimes you just want to, and that's the hard part because you also don't want to like v- get violent on 25% of the company, but sometimes you just want to be like, dude, shut the fuck up and get back to work. Yeah. And I, th- I have seen some weird gossip go on like one time in the, a long time at stack by, there was somebody, some employee that was spreading a rumor that, uh, there was going to be a coup and our chief operating officer was trying to get me fired. And like some, <laughs> it was some kind of weird shit. I remember that. Yeah. And, yeah. and me and, and Craig, our chief operating officer, oh, were just wow. looking at each other and we're like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And that's the thing too. And you know, another thing is I, I think the thing, when I think of chatty coworkers, I think more about dramatic coworkers. Yes. You always have someone that's, a, that's, living a life of drama mm-hmm. 
and it doesn't matter who that what's going on it's just like you know like oh my god i can't believe that oh. Oh, those yeah. are usually the same people that are negative they those people drive me crazy i can't believe this happened again nothing's ever gonna go my way yes you know what's not gonna go my way is sitting next to you so move over there <laughs> right. okay so now we've talked you know i think the rule is is let's don't come up with a problem without tendering a solution. And okay. we mentioned a few, but let's follow our rule here. Um, you know, I don't even, I can't even f- begin to calculate how much work time and labor is probably flushed down the toilet on useless stuff. Oh yeah. Now, uh, one of the things in, so in my book, balance me, if you want to learn, if you want to get towards your goals, you have to learn how to replace your low value activities with high value. And I list social media and video games as like amongst the worst of the low value activities. So it, you know, when it comes to achieving what you want in your business or in your life, if you can find time, you got to catch yourself. Okay. So you mentioned scheduling. So you can begin to look, actually, I have a free app in the app store, the balance me mm-hmm. app, and you can keep track. You can rank the the value of your own activities. And what it does is you start to see a pattern. Mm-hmm. So you can begin, if you fill it out for like two weeks worth, you'll see that from five to seven every night, you're, you do nothing. You're like a vegetable on the couch. Yes. So the whole goal there is to then train yourself to replace that time slot with something that moves you towards a goal, personal, and I, professional, and, physical. And I find that actually the happier I am, the more I work. Uh, sure. When yeah. I'm, when I'm yeah. not feeling very good or I'm kind of depressed, or uh, whatever, I don't get I'm more time. likely to just sit around and play video games or watch TV. Yeah, that's, a, that's a thing. So, you know, assuming that workplace distractions are inevitable, and, you know, with all the technology we have, I mean, I, I think that, you know, you can begin to start to kind of address it with your staff and say, hey, look, I don't want to run a business where you're just devout from outside connection. But I, I do need to ask that we try to stay on task. Mm-hmm. So one of the recommend recommendations that I give is, you know, you get a couple breaks a day. Let that be the time. Yeah that you do whatever it is you do. That's what a break is technically for. Like you're on break, like go do your stuff, send your text messages, stuff like that. Um, I once fired an employee for sending what I estimated to be hundreds of text messages a day. Oh yeah. No matter when I saw her, she was texting. And the thing was, is not one single part of her job would have been related to that. So, and we have, we've had that happen since I've been here too. We had another employee that uh, had some drama. And the thing is, is if you, people that are, that are drama seekers, if they're reaching out to you and then you respond to them, they're going to come right back at you. And that becomes a never ending cycle. So you have to stop the madness. I have a new tip for you. Is it get a golden cat that waves at people like we have in here today? Oh, wait, sorry. That was a distraction. The best way to not receive an email is to not reply to one. That's a good point. If you reply to somebody's email, they're probably going to reply back. Yeah, I hear you. Um, and sometimes the best thing you can do is don't reply. Dude, I go through my emails like three times a day, 
and you know, using Macs, I'm just like command, click, 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 click. And I just probably deleted se- 70% of the emails I get, I delete in bulk. Oh yeah. And I don't, yeah. And I, I agree. You know, another thing. That's, that's why I don't reply to your emails, by the way. I, I get I'm it. I'm trying to <sighs> reduce been, distraction. Dude, I'm telling you the Nigerian prince is going to help <laughs> us get our, free up our cash, dude. It is exactly what we need. I don't know why you don't want to get in on that. Yeah. So I, I want to give a productivity tip as well. I think if you're going to talk about how to fix distraction, I think some things related to productivity can help. Um, I, f- I feel like I mastered the video message mm-hmm. and you've seen it. Yeah. So for example, I use video messages a lot. So I, dude, I have like a $20 selfie stick that's mm-hmm. a stand and I can record a five minute iPhone quality message that will save me from typing out pages of instructions. And it's actually a more effective method of communication. It is. So, you know, and I do that with our staff overseas. So, uh, you know, two to four times a month, depending on need, I send video updates. And some of it, um, I could, if I had to sit down and write all that stuff out, well, first off, it can be taken out of context. And second off, sometimes it's just like, hey, this they can you can see the person's face. You can do a lot of that stuff. There's a zillion places you can upload those videos for free yep. and let people look at it. And another thing that, that I feel like if you can if you watch that and then you somehow don't understand what I'm saying, I don't know how you could have taken it out of context. Do you have do you have anything that you use in that? Like, do you have something that just saves you a ton of time other than not replying to my email? <laughs> By the, by the way, dude, the number one, okay, for, when it comes to general efficiency, the, in any process, if you're, trying to, uh, if you're trying to increase the productivity or efficiency in your business, the very first thing you should ask yourself is, do we even need to do this at all? Yeah, absolutely. Because like, the, the, the way to increase efficiency is to just literally stop doing something. So probably one of my best tips along these lines of communication, it's not really directly related to our topic of distraction, is actually over communicating, mm. especially with software developers, it's mm-hmm. sitting them down and making sure they understand what needs to be done, but also what we're not doing. We're not going to do these things. We are going to do these things. And just making sure it's super clear that everyone understands what we're actually going to be doing. Instead of just giving them like one sentence of go figure out how to do X, like giving them more detailed, more requirements, what does success look like? Don't get lost on these things. Don't get distracted by these things. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel, going right down the, the center here. Um, so so that, as a, that part of it. As a manager and a leader, do you care how the sausage is made or do you only care about the sausage? Um, I don't really care about how the sausage is made, but I don't want them to sit around and try and figure out what flavor of sausage. So let's say theoretically Stackify has a goal of getting this done by Friday. And if it gets done and it's done well and it's not like a total shit show, do you care? Like, Don't I mean, really care. You care. I'm a results person. Don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially when it comes to things like salespeople, like I'll tell salespeople, like, well, what do you expect from me? I'm like, if you make your goals, I don't care if you're doing it from the moon. Yeah. I really don't. I don't care if you're doing it from the 16th hole of a golf course. If you are getting, if you are hitting your numbers and you're doing what you need to do. Now that said, if you are 20% a goal on two days left in the month and you're calling me from the 16th hole and you're like, yeah, I'm just really not making a connection are you on the golf course with a client don't care if you're selling stuff it's that's a reasonable question but so some of that i think you have to establish in your company what 
you know, we have notes here that are things like you can implement a no phone policy at work. Dude, I don't like that. I don't like that because I have kids, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and you have a kid that has a nut allergy. Like you could theoretically have something happen at school. Like this isn't like a safe room where you have to like lock up your electronics and like, you know, you, I, if you have to implement stuff like that at work, I, at your place of work, I think you have other issues to address that are far more important, like your overall culture. Like what has got you to the point where you're like, okay, you need to ban use of your phone. Leave it in your car, Matt. So I have another topic I wanted to bring up that I think is interesting. I wanted to see your opinion on. What do you think about all these new companies now that think about going to like a four day work week? It's something I've considered. I mean, if, if, if employees purposely tried to reduce distraction and be more efficient about what they were doing on a daily basis, could they actually get the same amount of work done in four days? Um, I, I think it's about, uh, I, it's not about doing four days. It's about doing four longer days. There's some people that think you can do the same work in 32 hours. Yeah. You know, then there's also a book called the four hour work week. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> I'm being serious. Like people have yeah. quoted that. I'm like, yeah. the four hour work. I'm like, really? Really? Dude, have you ever, could you be successful with a four hour work week? Uh, no. I mean, on any level, no. And maybe that's not really how that book works, but it sure sounds like it from the cover. Uh, you know, looking at the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, when I think of a four day work week, I think of four longer days sure. and three off. I worked and, at a company too that worked four nine hour days and then half Friday. Yeah, but the reason I wouldn't like the half Friday is because it. it so my point was, it, it requires. Uh, do you know that one of the? Uh, all right, so back to the talk. When I wrote Balance Me, I was trying to look at like what do people spend most of their time yeah. doing. Do you know that one of the most significant uh, investments in time that you spend is quote getting ready? Yeah. So that's the whole point with the four day work week. And then there's just me. Like I look like shit at work every day. Yeah, I just roll out of bed. Yeah. And that isn't that why we decided to work in tech because that yeah. was somehow acceptable. If I have to brush my hair, it's too long. True. Yeah. True. So you can just get a haircut. Yep. And that's efficient. Yes. I mean, think of all the time you save mm-hmm. after the haircut. Uh, your hair looks nice. Too. That's why I should be like Zuckerberg and wear a gray shirt every day. <laughs> just well there's some merit to that yeah. though there is like in what's jobs is like that and yeah. so was i also watched the theranos oh, that chick was trying to like she wore the same thing every day she's trying to i don't know maybe not a great example no um but with the four-day work week i think the theory is is okay we're gonna be here we're gonna lock in and there is some merit to having a day of the week meaning like a regular day of the week off mm-hmm because there are things that you can get done and take care of. And it, I think it really just depends on the people that you have working for you. Like, I don't know, like Joel, our CMO, I see him sending messages and doing stuff like whenever they're timely. And, you know, I look at, at some of that. I mean, technically he's not quote at work at 10 o'clock at night, but sometimes, mm-hmm. it, sometimes you need to reply to someone. We have a distributed workforce. Our full scale is technically open 24 hours a day. Our employees get to work on Monday morning in the Philippines when it's Sunday night here. Right, yep. And so with that, sometimes they have needs and stuff. And that that's where we struggle when it comes to like the U.S. team here. Yeah. And I've tried to do different stuff. Like we were open for half a day on Friday once, but then I found that not everyone was actually doing things after. 
like if you're not, I mean, the point of that was to balance out some of the evening mm-hmm. stuff, but then I come, I see people weren't really responding to questions or inquiries sure. or stuff like that. And then you're like, shit, you know, I don't know. I think really in the end, there's not a, a silver bullet solution for any so, of it. I think you have to kind of feel it out. I don't like things like a no phone policy or like, I don't know, man, if you have to install like big brother tech, like, like I said, th- I think you have to examine your why. Well, and the employees need to be adults too. That's, that's part mean. of the point. Like, I mean, you, uh, and well, for example, at full scale, it's the same, you know, we tell, we preach the, the mantra of client obsessed. And look, client, help your client get to the goal, put in the time, do the work. And if they're, if the, if our clients are happy with the work and the progress that they're making, it's a huge win. That's all that matters. Yeah. And I think that the idea that you're going to get someone in this day and age sitting in anywhere for eight to 10 hours and they don't look at a phone, they don't. It's impossible. Yeah. And, and by the way, I think that if you try to block everyone's, I mean, maybe if you want to block their access to Pornhub. That might be appropriate, but Google, like there's literally situations where I've heard employees at other companies, they're like, yeah, I can't even find the info that I need because they've got this yes, internet yeah, like, yeah, yeah. on lock. I'm like, okay, well now you're stifling innovation and creativity. And problem there, are some, there are some jobs like software developers that a huge part of what we do is searching on the internet for solutions to things. Dude, as, a, as, as a salesperson uh, and business developer and self-created master of hype, yeah. I have to have access to yeah. that. So dude, every day somewhere on LinkedIn, Facebook right. or somewhere else, I find a lead. Yep. And that's how I figure out what I'm going to chase down. Yep. And that, so it's, it's definitely a balance, but I don't know. I mean, I think I, if, if any of you listening have any comments, uh, or maybe even stories about the worst workplace distractions, I think it would be pretty awesome for you to make some comments and tell the story and the, on the at startup hustle podcast. Yeah. Uh, come distract us with your story. Yeah. Come distract us on Instagram, <laughs> uh, under, under this particular show, or even in the YouTube channel, I always enjoy hearing funny stories about oh, yeah. stuff like that. People are like, I don't know, man. Employers do some weird shit too that is just clearly a distraction. You know, like, I don't know, man. Anyway, I'm going to get back to what I wasn't doing. See you next time. Squirrel! Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.